Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. the top five a show where we promise we won't try to sell you anything but if we do we're going to do it in a really classy way with music this is top five g-o-p-f-i-v-e and that's why we love clucking bell <laughs> p-a-t-r-e-o-n slash m-a-j-o-r-s-p-o-i-l-e-r-s yeah you Patreon. are so bad at this that needs to have a ska beat, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right as soon as I hit the the back half wait, of that, uh, I realized, oh, wait a minute. Uh, this can't be that song because it has to be something completely different. This week, ladies and gentlemen, uh, oh, listener suggestion, good listener suggestion. Yeah. Top five commercial jingles. Top five commercial jingles. Now, I'm going to tell you, Matthew. Yes. All of mine are probably 1986 and before. Yeah, you're old. Well, give me, <laughs> cool. give me an example. Too. Give me an example. Uh, Maybe your number five is this, but give me an example of something that is like today that is like a really popular hip, uh, catchy jingle, television jingle. The snack that smiles back. That's I don't know that one. Fast. Yeah, it's goldfish. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. So what is your number? Five? Is that your number five? The goldfish cracker so- what song? No, my number five is actually legendary. All right. Uh, it, it, it's d- derived from the poetry of Walter Whitman. Well, you uh, and I probably should have gone over our lists because I have a cool. feeling you and I are going to have a lot of duplicates the, on our list. The original poetry, I believe, goes like this. My baloney possesses a sobriquet <laughs> of the first part. That is spelled O-S-C-A-R. Thus... Does my baloney possess a secondary nom de guerre, which is M-E-Y-E-R? I love to eat it every day. And if you ask me why, I'll say Oscar Meyer has a way with B-O-L-O-G-N. That's that's how I learned to spell baloney. Right. My kid has never seen those commercials. But she knows that when I say my baloney has a first name mm-hmm. to play along and it's O-S-C-A-R. <laughs> it's to play along. Humor the old guy. Humor the old man. Yeah. But it's, I mean, that is perfect. That is, first of all, how you sell something. Because oh, it's yeah. not about the baloney. It's not no, about no. The hot dogs. It's about the identity, the Oscar Mayer, the fun, the cool, silly jingle that you remember or that we remember from being kids. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That is an incredible, a perfect branding opportunity because Oscar Mayer is a weird name when it comes right down to it for wieners. Oh, yeah. And if you're going to sell baloney. Yeah. Uh, what better way to, to do it than try to get people to spell it? Uh, so the Oscar Mayer baloney theme song or jingle mm-hmm. was actually my number two. <laughs> We're going to have a short show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We totally are going to have a short show. Because I'm going to bet that my number five is is on your list. Maybe it's not, but I'm going to bet that it is. Because it also has 
a super well-written song. Okay. It goes a little something like this. Do, 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 do. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, meow. The Meow Mix song, they they have got to have used this for probably a decade years? or more. Forever. I oh, yeah. love chicken. I love liver. Meow mix, meow mix. Please deliver. Yeah. Meow, 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 meow. I mean, I, today, as, a, as an old man, will pick up my cat when it's on my lap and look at it in the face and shake its little arms and sing meow, 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 meow. I will sing the meow mix theme song to it. Yeah. And then it just uh, looks at me and then jumps away. And I can un- totally understand because I probably bet that I've said something offensive to him. But my number five, okay. the meow mix, meow, 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 meow song. Yeah. Now, that, was that on your list? Dots. No, actually. But, you know, if I sing it to Dots, he just ignores me and keeps on typing. But there is one of similar vintage okay. uh, on my list. And it's actually weird because... There, I, I literally have no idea what this thing is. Uh, it's actually a board game. Oh, okay. And I never played the board game. I never saw the board game. I don't know what the board game is about, but I know you get caught up in the crossfire. crossfire! Oh my God. It's <laughs> is this, this an 80s thing? Because it's or 90s yeah, it's thing? This, this metal jingle from the late eighties, early nineties crossfire. It's a game, I think from Milton Bradley. Oh, I think and I know this. You get caught up in the crossfire. Yeah. I don't know how the game is played. I don't remember the game. I don't think they make the game anymore. I don't know that they made it for very long, but that crossfire jingle from occasionally hearing it on a Saturday morning or seeing it, you know, in between kids shows stuck with me to the point. Well, I'm a bad example. Because this crap always sticks with me. Oh, yeah. But I, when I was looking this up, normal people also have the problem <laughs> with the crossfire jingle. I found it on the YouTube, and it's just these kids. And I think the actual game is a knockoff of Hungry Hungry Hippos. I think that's you, what it is, too, but it's something with spinners. Yeah, yeah don't know. Okay. No idea. No freaking idea, but so I know here's, that, here's the thing. that metal theme is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I know which one you're talking about right now. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Matthew and I said before the show that we were not going to sing these jingles, probably because we don't want to get sued. Uh, but, yeah, but, you know, also we can't sing. Well, I can't sing. Oh, no, we're going to get sued. I can <laughs> but here's I the thing. All of these all of these songs, all of these jingles, we will put on the podcast posting page. Uh, we will put the YouTube videos for them and we will let you discover them, including my number four. Now, Matthew was singing the baloney song. Yeah, but better than the baloney song is the hot dog song. Hot dogs, armor hot dogs. All the kids <laughs> like the armor hot dogs. And then, you know, there's big kids, little kids, every kind of kid, short kids, fat kids, hot even dog. kids with chicken pox. They all have the hot dogs. That is it. That is an <laughs> old song. I mean, that I think, if I'm not mistaken, goes back like to the 1950s or uh, early 60s. I think it's song. the same theme as the Flintstones. No, not quite. Hot dogs, meet the hot dogs. (laughs) They're a modern pork casing family. Uh, But yeah, there's something about that that I always loved because it was like, even kids with chicken pox. Uh, I just love that uh, little bit in the Armor Hot Dog song growing up. And it was one that we could all march to. And if mom was trying to, you know, 
get out of cooking a meal and said, hey, you guys want to have armor hot dogs? And my sister and I, yeah, what kid doesn't she like was, armor hot dogs? And then she'd pull out like Johnny's uh, turkey basted right, hot the ni- or something. The 99 cent dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, can we have hot dog buns, mom? Uh, here's a slice of bread. Exactly. And it may be green. Yeah. Um, my mother, you know so much about my life. <laughs> my mother's third husband uh, may have actually been your father. But he used to have a saying about hot dogs, and it was gross. And he would say, hearts, lungs, tongues, and bungs, that's what goes in a hot dog. And I hated him for that. <laughs> but now it's all in your head, so shared pain is, in, is uh, going to be decreased really? uh, by okay. splitting. Yeah, I couldn't be alone with that. And so now we're all together in hell. <laughs> what, did, what do you have for number three? My number three is an interesting one because, okay, this is important. I am not from Chicago. I've never been to Chicago. But I know that Chicago is the home of WGN, the Superstation mm-hmm. WGN. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, it was the first non-national channel, that and the TBS out of Atlanta. Yeah, the Superstations, yeah get those and i think it's a there's a national version of it now or a quasi-national version of it now but this stuck in my head when i was a kid five eight eight two three hundred empire and i think they sell carpet oh you know i didn't think about local stuff crap i've got something that i can put in my number two since you took um oh you stole my number two oh no my number two i've got one for my number two now since since uh, you stole mine the Empire Carpet, and I think now they're Empire Today, and they're a national chain. It's eight hundred five eight eight two three hundred now. But when I was young, it was just five eight eight two three hundred. When you were in Chicago and you wanted to buy yourself some carpet or some crap, what was the name of this company so I can write it down and find it? Empire Empire Carpets. Empire Today is what I think they're called okay. now. All right. But yeah, it occasionally shows up on like the Food Network still, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll be like, "Ah, wow, I remember that from when I was a kid." Yeah, uh, my number three. Mine's mine's kind of almost all food related. <laughs> what a shock! I I uh, bite shocked, me, bite me, shocked and amazed. <laughs> Look, I'm even fatter than you are. Okay, listen. If you I'm are not going to, that the rest of my list has food too. Uh, if you're going to go to a restaurant, yes. Okay, uh, let's not call it a restaurant. If you're going to go someplace to eat food, <laughs> if you're going to go to a trough, if, yes. If you're going to d- go to a trough and you're going to uh, suck up the slop that this place is serving, well, you probably want to know what is in it. Right. And if you go into McDonald's in the 1970s and the early 80s, <laughs> they tell you everything that's in a Big Mac. It's right. 12 beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Yeah. And it was, again, this is a this is a jingle that ran for 15 years, I want to say, because uh, they tried to update it in the mid 80s to be, lack of a better phrase, more urban. Um, yeah, they wanted it to be more modern, spiffier. Yeah. And that's when the Big Mac, uh, jingle went away right after that. Well, that happens, but you the, know. but that they, they were even, they had a pair of uh, double Dutch twins or double yeah. Dutch twins that would do it. And they would do it while they're, uh, saying what was in the, uh, the Big Mac. And yeah. it was pretty cool. Yeah. 
the I Big Mac, those. the Big Mac. It's uh, the jingle. biggest of Macs. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a very good one. Your number two, please, Matthew. My number two. This is important. It's one thing to have a successful jingle. It's another thing to enter a zeitgeist, uh, which is a German word, which means spirit of the times. Uh, I, I believe. Uh, no, leaven schlager schickschul shots. No, it, it literally means spirit of the times. And when you enter a zeitgeist, sometimes people who parody things, especially in the 1990s, will take your thing and make it part of a joke about, hey, guys, remember the 80s. Mm -hmm. And so it was that in the Austin Powers movies, this theme showed up as a joke coming out of the voice of Mike Myers in a fat suit. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. And this is also an episode, there's an episode of Scrubs where they tie a guy up and they torture him by having the acapella group come in and sing, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. When do they say ribs? Never. They never say ribs. So they left this man alone with a, a barbershop quartet just singing, I want my baby back over <laughs> The entire <and> over. time. <laughs> yeah, just going and going and going. That's funny. But that one is amazing because... Chili's I've had Chili's baby back ribs. Chili's ribs. They're not that great. I well, mean, the fast food restaurant ribs generally are not. Yeah, they can't. All right, I'll, I'll grant you that. But. I had some food truck ribs the other day. And my son, my youngest son, was just like, oh, yeah, let's have some of this. I'm like, you hardly ever eat this stuff. And I'm like, do you know what a rib is? And he's like, yeah. And I like pick him up and I show him. And he's like, yeah, I want some of that. I'm like, okay, give me a whole rack because if he doesn't eat them, I certainly will. We went home and that kid downed like half a rack of ribs. And he's like five. <laughs> Start him early. Yeah. 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 So anyway, sorry. Off topic. But we have That's to stretch okay. this episode out somehow. We're here for we're food, man. up to our number twos. Number two. So the Chili's baby back ribs. I remember that one too. So you said, you said local commercials and that reminded me of one that still pops up in my head today. I think this is a national chain because I did a search for this, um, year or so ago trying to find out if I was just remembering something wrong or if my head would had gotten hit around too many times as a kid. Um, and I think this may be a national chain, Mm -hmm. but it's for Dick Dick's, is it Dick Smith Ford Town? Yeah, Dick Smith's Ford Town in Raytown. <laughs> Raytown, Kansas City, Missouri. Raytown, Kansas City, Missouri. But I've heard one that is they're saying a different city name in it. Uh-huh. But it's an animated one where this cowboy guy. So this is like total 70s thing, right? And right. this cowboy guy is is singing and his dog's laying there. He's like, here, dog, come here, dog, mean dog. Want you to go to Dick Smith's Ford Town. In Raytown and get a good deal. <laughs> Do you remember that one? I don't. I, that was like a definitely a Kansas City I, I rem- thing. Yeah. I remember the one that went Blue Springs, Blue Springs. You get a better deal. Oh, yeah, when you yeah, got yeah. Blue Springs. yeah. Yeah. But the Dick Smith's Ford Town Come Here Dog jingle Come here has, dog. has stuck in my mind since a young boy. And I remember the first time I saw it was at my grandparents' house. It seems like all of my stories about watching good TV or TV memories. Come from my grandparents' house. It's because it's well, always on at their house. Well, your parents did leave you locked under the stairs. Most well, of the yes. And then until I got that letter from Hogwarts and then everything was better. <laughs> what do you have for number one, Matthew? My number one, my number one, number one, number one 
I was thinking it could be the Big Mac, but thankfully you hit that, so I can lean this direction and I can steer into the metaphorical skid. Because when I was a kid, uh oh, I think our number ones are going to be the same. You think so? Maybe. Let's when find I out. was a kid, we're steering into a skid. When I was a kid, and I've made a jingle, a dingle dingle. Um, <laughs> no, do not say dingle dingle. Why? It's just the sound of little bells upon a no. string. My grandmother said it was my. <laughs> Never mind. Oh my so. god, that is such a great song. Sorry, everybody, but Chuck Berry getting a little little yeah. raunchy is my favorite is, a classic. is the, the part where he's like, "There's one fellow over there just singing my." <laughs> um. Anyway, when I was a kid, there were only four channels, yep. and so sometimes you'd sit and you'd watch things on those channels. But a commercial would come up. And they would have a bunch of people with candles on a mountaintop. Oh, okay. We don't have those same number ones. And the people on the mountaintop would say, they, they would start singing. And of course, this was a, a very diverse group, which was unusual for television in the 70s, which tended to be, you know, pretty white girls with long, dark hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, ancient Chinese secret, occasionally, but that's neither here nor there. And it was a group of people, you know, multicultural people singing in different languages about how they're going to buy the world a Coke. And teach it harmony. I'd like to teach the world to sing, the song says. I can't sing this one because I'd like to buy the world a Coke. That's right. And keep it company. Yep. And there were variations on this and different mixes and different uh, setups. If you're you're a fan of um, uh, Mad Men, that -hmm. became the, uh, the, the series finale. Really? Yeah, where he basically created the a commercial similar to the Coke commercial. Oh, that's kind of cool. And then, you know, or he, maybe he created it. And of course the, the song became super controversial just a few years ago. The jingle became a uh, f- super pop uh, controversial a few years ago when they updated it for, I think the Super Bowl, And a lot of people had really mad reactions to it. I could see why. I mean, that's from like 1971. That's as old as we are. People do well, not deal well with change. No, it wasn't that it was change. It was, why are all these people singing in foreign languages? Oh, you're kidding. No, I am not kidding. Oh, pafuftala. Yeah. That's what I say. I say pafuftala. And if you know what language that is, yeah. I'm speaking another language. What about that, Mr. Smarty Pants Man? With your pants? I'm not wearing pants, sorry. I know. It's podcast night. Why would we wear pants? (laughs) Why would we wear pants anytime? I never leave the house. And if you want to make sure that I never leave the house... Head over, head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. Uh, Matthew and I are completely just having a lot of fun. I'm not saying one of us may have been drinking a little bit too much before the show, but it's Matthew's been drinking a little bit too much before the show. Patreon.com slash major spoilers is the place you want to go. If you want to see this show continue, get access to a whole bunch of other cool stuff, uh, t-shirts, original art, get a membership card that you can show your friends. Maybe it will even give you access to the secret menu at the Piggly Wiggly. You can only find out when you head over to patreon.com slash spoilers and sign up today. Hey, look, I go into a, a B Dalton what? and see if it'll give you a discount. You went to the Piggly Wiggly near the B Dalton. <laughs> oh, yeah, right over by the Orange Julius. <laughs> you go past the KB Toys. Oh, my God, KB's, man. So your number one is uh, By the World of Coke. It is. What's your number one? Steven? My number one. Francis, here's the here's here's a song. It is a song all about customer service, it and is. how the customer is number one. Unlike today, 
where you can pull up to a fast food restaurant and you can say, hey, can I have a hamburger, some French fries and a Coke? And my son would like a, you know, a cheeseburger and a lemonade. And then when you get home, you realize that you have a large French fry and a half cup of and, and you know why? water. Because people I'll don't care. Because they F you at the drive through Stephen. They do. They F you at the drive through because they know you're going to be two miles away before they realize yeah, that they f you at the drive through That's totally true. But in 1974, customer service was a much bigger thing because right there in their jingle, they said, hold the pickles, hold the lettuce. Hey, special orders do not upset us. You can have it your way at Burger King now. Can I have it with fewer nitrates? <laughs> <laughs> it's 1974. No, of no, course I you can't. can. It's 1974. Of course about, you can. You know what they say about nitrates? What's that? They're cheaper than day rates. <laughs> but more importantly, yeah, the, the Burger King jingle is a big one because for years they would sing, have it your way. Yep. Yep. Now they don't anymore. Now it's all about flame broiled. I don't know, edge lording or something. I, you else. know, some people say that that's like just a smoke flavoring that they put on their butt. I look back in the kitchen and I see things on fire at the Burger King all the time. Yeah, there there is an actual flame grill in there. Now, whether they use it right or whether they've cleaned it since, you know, the Clinton administration, <laughs> that's another question. But our Burger Kings have actually been uh, all renovating and rebuilding. Yeah, so have ours. Yeah, you get in there and you get like. It's super sketchy though still when we go into ours. Walk- well, it's a burger. Yours has a Whopper bar. As a Whopper bar, yeah, you yeah. Can go and you get all the stuff to put on it. Like you know, so like you know, you, if if you like want it. if you want the no pickles, no lettuce, uh, they don't care. You're building it yourself. We fired no, fifteen of our employees so we can uh, so we can yeah, save exactly. money. Here's a burger bar. Knock yourself in the out. early seventies. The McDonald's would not allow you to alter their order. Oh no, Mm-mm. or if you did, it took like thirty minutes. Right. I remember. I remember. Yeah. I had a, a dumb, to, you know. Non-biodegradable. I, I had a yeah. dumb friend. This must have been in high school, so this would have been in the 80s. But he would go into a frickin' McDonald's after a track meet when everybody is, like, just wanting to get home. And he would order a fish sandwich, and he would be like, hold the cheese, right? filet fish I guess, is what it's called at the McDonald's. The filet o fish thank you. And we would literally have to wait 30 minutes for his frickin' sandwich to arrive and then he wanted to sit down and eat it while the rest of us were done and ready to get back on the bus to go home. But a Burger King, that would have been okay. Fish. Well, that was, that was his argument was that he wanted the freshest, the freshest sandwich. So he always ordered it with freshest. something missing. The freshest sandwich, which was, has been frozen in the back of the McDonald's. <laughs> Still 100% for about a all beef. Yeah, all beef in the in the filet <laughs> fish. Sandwich. Yep, exactly. And you know what? It's like the artificial <laughs> crab. You get all the fresh artificial crab. It's made of like bite fish and stuff, but it yeah, tastes like fish. crab. Yeah. If you go like, and get artificial fish, one hundred percent crab. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Listeners, we have shared with you ten famous jingles that are on our top five commercial jingles. Uh, like I said, I will. I'm hoping I can find the Camere Dog one. Honey sure comes big. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's not, not small. small. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> Do you what remember? It's wrong with us. <laughs> you brought it up. Uh, there's also the the um, uh, the Folgers commercial about the uh, best part of waking up is Folgers oh, in your cup. Yeah. And I don't know if it counts as a jingle, but there's also time for timer. 
I don't remember that one. When you're dancing a hoedown and your boots kind of slow down, a hanker for a hunk of cheese. Oh, I do remember that. Yep. Lenny Weinrib, uh, who, by the way, I don't know if you knew this. Lenny Weinrib is the first Jewish person to play Superman. Oh, yeah. In that, in that uh, cheese in that commercial? Sesame Street short from 1971. S is for Superman. That's Lenny Weinrib. That's funny. From uh, Filmation voicing Superman. So, you know, if you if you worry about those sorts of things, you got that going for you, which is nice. Yeah. Um, oh, the other one that we've forgotten because it's more of an adult beverage. Uh-huh. When you've said, but you've said it all. Here and comes you the... say, but boom, 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 boom. boom. Remember the Bud Man stickers with a little superhero? Yeah. I'm just oh, thinking about were... the old, you know, like, I wonder what year when you say, Bud, you've said it all. That had to have been the 70s. That had to have been yeah, like the, like, like the height of Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> one, two, three. Oh, sorry. Oh, don't forget, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's a good one. That sticks in your head. And by Menon. Is that a song? Is that a yes, jingle? that is a jingle. That is a jingle. It's three notes long, and that man made millions. Okay. By Menon. Well, don't forget to call Roto-Rooter. That's the name. That's the name. And, and away go, go troubles, troubles down, the, down drain. the drain. Oh, oh, how can I miss this one? I'm stuck on Band-Aid because Band-Aid's stuck on me. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I remember when I was a kid? What's Actually, that? Actually, not a kid. I was probably 19. I was watching uh, USA Network one afternoon, and they're like, Band-Aid brand brings you <laughs> Day of the Dead. <laughs> so you're watching George Romero zombies, and then they cut to these kids. I am stuck on Band-Aid brand. I'm like, well, my sister, my sister, the lizard wizard. I remember her. Lizard breath. Uh-huh. would sing that song all the time. And she would go into the bathtub because, you know, it would, you could get it wet and the Band-Aid wouldn't come off. She'd be singing that song in the bathtub and putting her elbow down in the water and stuff. Uh, what else? Uh, what else? Uh, oh, uh, the Dr. Pepper theme song, Wouldn't You Like I to Be a Pepper too? Pepper and I'm proud. Yeah, that's the guy from uh, uh, Saturday was, Night uh, Fever. Uh, no, an American werewolf in England, man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh this was a little bit past my time because it was like, I was apparently too old for toys, but, uh, but I didn't never... want to grow up. I wanted to be a Toys R Us kid. Uh, that's true. And you didn't. No, I still have too many toys. And, and that's, you, I think the have... reason why I have this toy problem. And it's probably. What about, sure. what would you say is the Big Mac song? Mm-hmm. Is the Big Mac song more popular than You Deserve a Break Today, the other McDonald's song? Oh, that's tough. I mean, McDonald's has a lot of great ones. For the last 10 years or so, they've been doing the I'm Loving It jingle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is another quick, just dun dun yeah. stinger. I'm loving it. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, I would say <laughs> that the Big Mac jingle was probably longer lived. Mm, okay. Because the Big Mac jingle occasionally still pops up in modern parlance. Mm-hmm. Well, the one that was I was surprised didn't make it on your list was mm-hmm. uh, the um, plop plop fizz fizz um, Pepto Bismol. <laughs> yeah, I don't take that. I think that's Alka Seltzer. Alka Seltzer. Sorry. Pepto Bismol is we are the pink Satan drink. <laughs> no, is, we will destroy oh, your that's your, the Pepto Bismol one where it was like. Uh, How's it no, go? Upset, st- turn upset stomach. <laughs> yeah, diarrhea. Yeah. That <laughs> one, 
That La- should go down as like one of the worst La- jingles La- of all La- time. Heartburn, diphtheria, <laughs> no, diarrhea. diarrhea. Yeah, no, sure. It's, it's uh, I don't know, anarchic colon, <laughs> spastic colon, diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> It's also really good if you wanted to peel the paint off a footlocker. Yeah. All right, Do listeners. Do not drink the pink stuff. Pepto-Bismol will kill you, my friends. Well, if you drink it in large amounts, anything will kill you. Don't do it. That's not true. Well, apparently, as someone told me today on the Twitter, if you drink enough water, you can also die. It's called drowning. Yeah, I know. But. Why would someone tell you that? Was it just like, Stephen? Look, look on How your face. How much would my head weigh if it was made of roast beef? Matthew. Look on your Facebook comments page and you will find it. Why am I looking at my Facebook? Because that's where the comment was at. I'm looking for my Facebook. Is it on my Facebook? Yeah, I think it's on your Facebook page because I know it's not on mine. Why would it be on my Facebook? Because you made some comment like you always do and people have to troll out their way out from the underworld. Why do people troll me? See, this is why I don't let people know where my Facebook is. Well, you can find Matthew on Facebook if you know where to look. But, you know, Matthew is such a common name that it's going to be a little hard. But That's here's what true. you can yeah. do. You can head over to Majorspoilers.com, and in the comment section for this episode, you can share your top five jingles. They're probably going to be a little bit more modern than ours because, you know, we're old. But there may be some That's... that uh, we have not talked about or that are not on our top five list that you would like to put on your top five list. I'm a big kid now. Womp. Uh, and uh, we want you to share those. And everybody wants to read yours because everybody loves a list. We'll talk with you next time. This podcast is copyright 2017 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.